Hello, my paisans and my paisanos, if we're using the male version of the term. And welcome back to Wise Guy Fantasy Football. Thank you very much for joining me once again. I told my wife that we'd have a lot of people who are interested, and you guys did not disappoint. I found out they had about a hundred or something Instagram subscribers, so thank you very much for that. Very much appreciative. I told it would turn into something good, but she don't believe me. Okay, she don't believe me. So thank you very much. Continue liking, subscribing, sharing it with your friends and family. And we'll continue to do good stuff like we have here. Okay. We ordered, I, I tell you, it's a nice Thursday night. It's week four of the preseason. And the games are going well. And we just have exactly seven days until the new season starts. So we're really all abuzz here. Ain't that right, folks? Ain't that right? Everybody's, you can't see them. But everybody's smiling here. We got the Giants on in the background. We got a little pizza happening from Mama Lina's. Okay, I already had a couple of slices, so I'm pretty stuffed. In fact, can we get can we get a uh, a pizza ordered for not for me? I already had one for everybody for the listeners. I don't know. Well, we got a hundred now, so that's how many pizzas divided by eight, eight slices. I don't know. Get twelve pizzas. That should be enough. Oh, wait, we want to double that in case people want two slices. Okay, we're going to get you guys, the listeners, 24 pizzas. Just, you know, we'll find a way to distribute it out there. But I want you to share in the splendor here. It's a very nice day. Very nice day. In fact, last night, you know, usually after I uh, record my podcasts, I go home. I sit with the wife. I tell her, hey, what a great life we have together. And she says, oh, my God, Anthony. Are you coming to bed or not? I don't feel like talking tonight. And I say, you know what, I'll be to bed soon, sweetie. Because because I'm nice about it. Okay, I'm nice about it. And then I go out to my porch, and I'm looking over the lake. I got a cigar in my hand. And I'm taking puffs on it like this. Just like that. And I'm looking out over the lake. And I say, what is this life about? And of course, the answer is football. I, I know the answer to that. I'm just saying. I ask, what is this life about? And I look over, I think about my son and my daughter and my family and the pizza from Amalina's, right? And it's all nice. And we come back to football and it's just like, it's just a wonderful thing to look at at the end of the day, especially if you got the job that I have, which I cannot tell you on here, but you'll have to take my word for it. It's very difficult. Anyway, now we're talking about one week before the season. And it's time to ask the important questions. So this episode is about the questions, a little bit of a preseason recap, asking which questions teams should be asking themselves as they enter into the new league year. So we're going to ask those questions today. All right. Listen, if, if I'm talking about your favorite team and I say something insulting about it, well, fuck you. It's my opinion. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, I don't mean to insult, but some of these teams are absolute garbage. I could smell them from here. And some of these teams, like the Giants, are the best teams on a fucking planet. So you be the judge. I take that back. I'll be the judge. Okay? We're going to start off based on some of the matchups. I'm going to go through my list here. Ask any important questions. Okay? Let's go first with the Buffalo Bills. What's their question? Why do we stink? Okay? Every year the Buffalo Bills are absolute donkey turds. Okay? They're falling out of the donkey's ass. Every year. Why does Buffalo stink? Why do we stink is the question they should ask. Okay? They got three quarterbacks on the roster. None of them control the ball. Okay? Josh Allen, the jury's out. 
but none of them can throw the ball. So what are they going to say? Uh, Sean McDermott, I believe, is a coach. What's he going to say to his team when they take the field in week one? Why do we stink? We got to win, guys. We just made a playoffs last year. Sure, we backed into it. We got Andy Dalton to thank for that. But why do we stink? Okay, why do we stink? And hopefully the Bills can answer that as the season goes on. Okay, next, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, my question for them. Are our playmakers good enough? In that case, the Bengals also kind of stink, but not in the stinky way that Buffalo is. Okay, there's, there's a little bit of a difference in between them. Buffalo's at the very bottom. The Bengals are a little bit above them. Okay, if, they, if we're talking about a pit here, the Bills are the pool at the bottom that sucks you in. Whereas the Bengals are just a little bit above the pool, like maybe some of the rock that's hanging around underneath it. I, I'm not good with the visual. Somebody, cut this part out. Somebody else give me a good visual for this. Please. You go beyond it. Okay, the Bengals. Are our playmakers good enough? Guys like A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, John Ross. Guys we've been saying are going to be good for all these, all these years, all this time. Are they going to be good enough, or are we just going to take Marvin Lewis back to the playoffs to lose in, in a first round of the playoffs again? Which they've done, I think, and I'm not entirely sure, but I'm checking here on my computer. You could hear it. They've done it about 10 times in a row. Okay, next team. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Last game, they had eight turnovers. So, my question to them is, how many more times are we going to turn over the ball? Okay, how many more times are we going to turn? Because... As we all know, in order to win the game, you got to win the turnover battle. So the Cowboys don't really have a lot of receivers right now. They're going through offensive line trouble, okay? And I feel bad for the guy who's got a disease. I feel bad for him. But how many more times are we going to turn over the ball before, boop, Jason Garrett says, hey, we probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. And Jerry, he's, he's a little older. He says, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I don't want to be turning over the door, turning over the ball, giving him up anymore. So that's my question to them. And Jerry, if you're listening, listen. I respect you as a businessman, but fuck you. Okay. Arizona Cardinals next. Let's look at this. My question for them is, aside from David Johnson, who else on the team is going to contribute? Okay, kind of like the Bills. They got no quarterbacks. Sam Bradford is a walking fucking silly string man. Okay? He's bound to get injured at the drop of a hat. Literally the drop of a hat. The weight of a hat would be too much for him. In fact, it's a minor miracle it could put a helmet on. Okay? They've paid this guy for years, and he falls apart every time. So I don't like that. So on the Cardinals, you got to ask yourself, is Josh Rosen the guy? Is Mike Lennon the guy? Aside from David Johnson, who the guy? Of course, excluding the late, great Larry Fitzgerald. And I say late not because he's dead. I say late because he's at the end of his career and he's probably going to end it pretty soon. But he's still one of the top five receivers in the league. You can quote me on that. Okay. Ask the Cardinals question. The Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Next question for them heading into the season. I don't know about the pronunciation of this. Is it St. Nick or is it St. Frick? Okay. And that's a little bit of a joke because, because I'm not stupid. I know it's pronounced Nicholas. That's a common name. Like a Santa Claus is named Nicholas. But is he a prick now? Because the last game that they had, they scored zero points. He turned the ball over. And he looked like a complete fucking wreck. Okay? Wouldn't want him on my team. Super Bowl MVP or not. Get Carson Wentz back in there. And make sure St. Prick exits the game. Okay. Next, Cleveland Browns. Can they turn their stink into superstars? 
And it's a valid question, because as everybody knows, the Cleveland Browns have been bad for a number of years. Really, since they came back in 1999. Now, I remember when they were, they were where, before the Ravens became a team, they were the Cleveland Browns. And a lot of you are probably saying, oh my fucking God, you gotta be kidding me. But no, I looked on the internet, okay? I remembered, and then I went for validation on a Google. And it's there, in the dictionary thing they got on a website. Okay? They used to be the Cleveland Browns. They became the Ravens. They drafted Joe Flacco and sucked cock for a number of years. Now the Cleveland Browns are trying to get back to their form when they were actually, you know, when they were named after Jim Brown or, or Herod Brown or, or somebody named Brown. I still don't get the Browns name. That's not a hero there. Okay? Can they turn the bad juju they got on that team into superstars? Is Baker Mayfield the guy? Right? Is Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon. Now, these guys going to turn the superstars. If you're a Browns fan, there's hope. But only so much because it's the Cleveland fucking Browns at the end of the day. <laughs> Am I right? At the end of the day, it's Cleveland fucking Browns. Okay. Next up, New England Patriots. Now, they're playing the New York Giants right now. It's score 0-0. I got it on the background, so I'll give you some updates as they come along. But I'm not going to be a play-by-play commentator, okay? I'm trying to make a podcast here. I'm not trying to do anything crazy here. Okay, the New England Patriots, my question is, how many more years? How many more years are the Patriots going to make the playoffs consistently on a year-by-year basis? I believe it. I believe in Tom Brady. I believe, of course, in Bill Belichick, the two of the greatest to ever play the goddamn game. But realistically, how much time do they have left? That's my question to them. Okay, Carolina Panthers. Can they keep up? With the NFC South, because the NFC South has everybody. It's got, it's got the Buccaneers. It's got the Saints. It's got the Rams. It's got the Seahawks. It's got everybody in there, okay? So many teams in the NFC South. It's really tough to compete. So my question to the Panthers is, is Ron Rivera and Cam Newton, they going to do the, the job they need to do to make the playoffs again in the NFC South, okay? That's my question to them. Next up. I got the New York Jets, and I got the New York Giants. Let's start with the Jets, though. My Jets question is, hey, I got a lot of respect for you guys, but how far can Sammy Darnold take this team? Now that he's been named the starter, they traded away Teddy Bridgewater to the Saints because the Saints are out of their fucking minds. Although, I got to give credit to Sean Payton. Let's not be, you know, let's not be stupid here. But the Jets, they got what it takes. But does Sam Darnold have the gusto? Does he have the machismo? Okay, that's a good word. I've been using a new app. It's called Word of the Day. So it taught me machismo. It also taught me the word preamble, which is a nice word. I'm doing a little preambling right now, if you, can, if you know what that word means. Okay, if you don't, you can look it up. Okay, can, can Sam Donald take the Jets where they need to be? And now when I'm talking about the New York Giants, my question is, how good can they be? I'm not saying 16-0, but I'm saying 16-0. Enough said about the Giants there. Okay, next team we're going on, the Denver Broncos. I look at Vaughn Miller, and my question to them is, is the defense enough? Is the defense going to be good enough to take them to the next level, to get them back to the Super Bowl? Because let's face it, Peyton Manning was absolute ass cheeks when he played. It was embarrassing. Okay, I don't want to even think about that season. A guy who's throwing footballs like he's throwing marbles. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. But lo and behold, they still won because Peyton Manning is a fucking god among men. But now we're back here, and they're, they're trying out, you know, somebody stupid at quarterback. Okay, Case Keenum. 
It was a flash in the pan on the Vikings. Let's face it. Again, if you're a Viking fan, I don't want to offend, but Case Keenum, okay? Flash in the pan. Okay, he's no longer a Viking anyway. Either way, the Broncos offense got to pick it up, in my opinion, in order for them to be good again. Okay, next team. The Washington Redskins. Okay, my question is not just about how bad they're going to be, because we already know that. I'm thinking maybe like 1-15 is their record. Okay, I got it on good knowledge that somebody thinks they're going to finish 1-15. I really like that prediction. My question to them is, though, he did all this all this mathematics to bring Adrian Peterson in. And is he the guy that's really going to save your team? What does he have left in the tank? Okay, ever since his 2,000-yard season a couple of years ago, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life, okay? It was like a solar eclipse on the field. Uh, it was it was rather beautiful, I must admit, okay? Well, what is, aside from that, he's done, he's done shit. He's beaten his son. That's it. I'm not going to give the guy any passes. Okay, what has he done? And can the Redskins get it out of him next? Okay. Let's jump into Seahawks here. Okay. Actually, let's go to Vikings first. Because I wrote it on the paper in the Vikings, and I don't want to confuse myself. You see, when you, when you turn 55, it's really hard to keep focus on everything, okay? I got guys. I asked for pizza for everybody a, a fucking half hour ago, and, and still nobody. Yeah, I'm looking at you guys. Get me a pizza. Get the pizza for the fans, okay? And while one of you is at it, get me a water. I'm sitting here. I gotta ask for... I feel like I should hire a wait staff here. Anyway, the Vikings. My question is, they're very loaded on offense and defense. But who is their best player? Okay? For best fantasy purposes, is it Kirk Cousins? Is it Dalvin Cook, the young sophomore? They're running back. Is it Adam Thielen? Is it Stefan Diggs? Is it another receiver that I'm reading off of this list on my computer? Because I don't have the capacity to remember receiver names, okay? I'm 55 years old, as I just alluded to. Okay, is it one of those guys? And my question, conversely, for the Seattle Seahawks, is who is their second best player? Because their first one is clearly Russell Wilson. And he's another god amongst motherfucking men. I'm just going to put that out there, okay? Russell Wilson is the nicest guy you've ever seen. And if I met him, and Russell Wilson, if you're listening to me, I hope I, I hope I get to meet you one day. But of course, it'd have to be in private because of status, okay? Because of certain things that I'm not allowed to tell you. But again, I digress. Russell Wilson is their best player, so who's their second best player? And who's going to step up for this team so that Russell Wilson doesn't account for 99% of the yards or whatever it was last year? Should have won the MVP, in my opinion. But again, that's neither here nor there. Okay, next couple of teams. We got the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm really alluding to the Buccaneers and Detroit Lions game. And my question to the Buccaneers was, will that missed kick touchdown be the season highlight? Okay, we saw the Lions kick a very stupid 63-yard field goal. He totally missed it. It was terrible. The Buccaneers returned it. Very exciting play. But I can't help but think that maybe that was the peak of their season. Right there. And it was preseason week three, so it tells you how fucking pathetic they are. And I have a lot of faith in the Buccaneers with that shameless Winston on the team. But you never know. You never know what Ryan Fitzmagic is ever going to do. Remember, he almost bought the Jets to the playoffs, but then he threw like six picks in that one game. That's more the Ryan Fitzpatrick that I'm thinking of, if you know him. If you don't know Ryan Fitzpatrick... I gotta let you know, he's kind of uh, he's kind of hot or cold, okay? He's like Two-Face, the Batman villain. And that I think he actually got acid sprayed on his face. 
And he also went to Harvard. Okay, I don't really know that much about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just know they call him Magic, and it sounds stupid. Okay, the other team, the Detroit Lions, going back to that game. I've watched the Lions for a number of years, Detroit. They started hanging up a playoff banner because they won a playoff game when I got to the playoffs, and it was really embarrassing because who does that? Okay, who does that? My question to them is how do they stop being boring? Because I'm bored on my fucking seat sitting here waiting for the Lions to be something interesting and something I could tell somebody about. But that's really all I could say about them. You know what? I think it's time for a break. A quick commercial break, okay? Let's, let's put in a commercial here again. Because we didn't do it the first time. But we'll put in a commercial here. So just insert it right here. Do you like pizza? How about pizza that's not out of the microwave or not supported by a giant corporate entity? At Mamalina's, eat just like you were right at home. Enjoy a char-grilled, lip-moistening buffalo chicken pie, or perhaps a sultry, tomato-laden Sicilian pizza that is so cool, it's square. I don't get that joke. Maybe we can cut that part out. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. All right, sorry. We've got salads, subs, and a penne vodka that is molto bene. I'm sorry, molto penne. I suck at reading, I'm sorry. It's all here, no mozzarella strings attached. Take a trip down Route 35 and say hello to Mama. Mama Lena's, that is. Alright, that's good. We're done. Okay, folks, we're back from that commercial. I'm sure it was a great commercial. Probably one of the best commercials ever made. But, who's judging? Okay, I'm looking through my notes. Let's get right back into this. We're talking about the questions each team is having out of this preseason, heading into the regular season. Okay, now we got the Green Bay Packers here. Okay, now the Packers, a little bit of background, just signed Aaron Rodgers to a huge, massive contract extension, just like they did Odell Beckham. I'm sure you've heard my thoughts about Odell's contract as you've listened to the other episodes. If not, get on there right now. I'll wait. I won't wait because I got to keep recording. But... Please, please just, you know, just just listen to it. Anyway, Green Bay Packers, they signed Aaron Rodgers. It's about a hundred gajillion million. I'm glad they paid the guy. Okay. What's 134? Okay, I get, I'm getting a call from my advisors to tell me. They're flagging me down. $134 million total. Okay. Over a hundred million guaranteed. That's a pretty penny. It really is. So, you just paid Aaron Rodgers. My question to the Packers is... Which of his receivers can you trust? Because to be quite honest with you, guys like Devonta Adams and Randall Cobb, they're not that good, okay? They're better because Rodgers makes them better. So which receivers are going to step up and really be truly elites? And they traded Jordy Nelson. I did not know that. I still think he's good, but the Raiders kind of blow. So temper your expectations, as they say, okay? Speaking of Oakland, is the question, in Gruden we trust? Or in Gruden, we must. As in, do we trust John Gruden to actually be the leader of the team? Or we must we stick with him because he just signed a 10-year deal? Okay, if you're a Raiders fan out of the Bay, you're asking yourself that question. Do we like John Gruden because he's a good coach or because he was a good coach years ago when there were cavemen walking around? Okay, next up, the Kansas City Queefs. Okay, I'm not changing that name. Kansas City Queefs. 
My question to them is, what's it going to take? As in, what's it going to take for them to finally be a team to take seriously in the playoffs? Okay, they can't just sit as lame ducks like they did against the Titans. That's not going to work anymore. Okay, it's just not going to work. They have to play up to their talent because they're very talented. They got rid of Alex Smith, who was turning into a skeleton on a field. That's how old he was. I mean, not as old as me, of course, but <laughs> no skeleton. Okay. They got Patrick Mahomes now throwing a ball. And Mahomes is known for kind of his air raid or something like that. I got to look at my notes again. But he's known for getting the ball down the field. So what's it going to take? Maybe it takes that. Maybe now they got Patrick Mahomes and he could do so well. Okay, my question for the Chicago Bears is this. In a similar vein to the Chiefs, can Nagy do what Reed don't? Can Matt Nagy be the guy... He comes from the Andy Reid tree, which is a football term that means kind of like a family tree. The coach coaches players. He worked as an assistant with Andy Reid, this Matt Nagy guy. Now he's the head coach of the Chicago Bears. So can he get the Bears to a place that Andy Reid's never gotten his teams before to the Super Bowl winning games? Remember when he's coaching the Eagles and he didn't win with Donovan McNabb? Those were good times in my life because the Eagles suck balls. Okay, next go. Next gun we got here. Question for the Los Angeles Rams, okay? Did their starters get enough practice during the preseason? Because let's face it, they didn't play at all. I got nothing to say about Jared Goffs and Robert Woods because we didn't see them. Okay, even Todd Gurley's. I don't know. I didn't get to watch them this preseason because fucking Sean McVay didn't play them. So how do we know if they're going to be good this season? That's a question to ask. Houston Texans, next. Will Watson produce? Watson, not like the guy who works with Sherlock Holmes, because like me, you probably were thinking that for a second, but I'm telling you it's not that guy. Watson as in Deshaun Watson, who is the rookie quarterback last year that played for 10 seconds, did really well, and then everybody thinks he's going to be great. So will he produce for them this season? That's my question to the Houston Texans. And they've been pretty mighty awful to watch over these years. So maybe maybe this is the year they turn the corner because now J.J. Watt's healthy. Now they could actually put on something that's not going to put me to fucking sleep. Okay. I'm going to flip here to my next page. Okay, we got a couple more teams to go. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers. My question to them is, will Bell return from the ball? As in the balls that are dangling in his face at the strip club. Because I'm sure there's a couple of trainees there. Either way, do the Pittsburgh Steelers even need this guy? Do the Tree Bees, again, Roethlisberger, Bell, and Brown, do they stay as a nucleus together? Or do they split up and they still find success? Do they even need the guy? Because if the guy's going to go to the strip club, again, power to him. You want to rub your face in some titties in the offseason. I'm not going to fold the guy. Because I kind of like doing that myself. Okay, just don't tell my wife. That's all I ask you guys. I hope she's not listening right now. And if she's the guy, if she's listening, make sure you put this part in where only they can listen and not my wife. Because I don't want her hearing this. I don't want her to think I'm a fucking cheater. Because I'm not. I'm very respectable. Okay, we've been married for over 20 years. Okay, either way. Do the, do the Steelers need Le'Veon Balls anymore? All right, next team, Tennessee Titans. They haven't won a preseason game yet. And it's very, very alarming, if you were to ask me. Will that losing carry over into the regular season or not? That's a question that they have to address. Okay? Next team, 
Indianapolis Colts. Come on. Andrew Luck's going to die out there. Anyone else alarmed? That guy's going to take one more hit, and he's going to go the way of Tony Romo with a broken back and a good golf swing. Okay, can this team keep Andrew Luck alive is the question. And when the offensive line is letting him down into his shallow grave, he doesn't get anybody to throw to. So now we're back to Andrew Luck being a one-man show, a la Russell Wilson. Even though he's not as good a humanitarian as Russell Wilson, we still got a guy who's throwing to nobody and doesn't have a good team around him. So is, is the Colts even going to be that good, or are they maybe one of the fucking, fucking worst teams in the league? Okay, I'm inventing words now as so I'm talking about it. Next team, San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy G, who I love to death. My question to them is, are those guys enough to make them good, or do they need other teams, uh, rather other players, other coaches, to make them even better than they can possibly be? And I actually got an answer to that question. Don't have a lot of answers to many of these questions. That's why I'm asking them. But this one I got an answer to, okay? And the answer is yes. Kyle Shannon, Jimmy Jesus, he's going to be good, okay? That They're enough. They're enough. Anyway, next team. Atlanta Falcons. Does Julio Jones, okay? I was told it's pronounced Julio. I'm very skeptical. So I'll say Julio today, but I'll go back to saying Julio next time. Does Julio Jones... Get an Odell Beckham type of contract where he gets almost $100 million in guarantees. Because arguably, he's as good a receiver as Odell Beckham. Of course, Odell is about a thousand million times better. But I'm not the guy writing the checks at the end of the day. So do they keep Julio Jones happy and give him a contract that'll put him back on the field? Or is he going to be a fuck up and start holding out like fucking Khalil Mack over here? Okay, and it's a bad idea to hold out. I know. Because when my capos hold out, they want more money. I whip them in the shape, so to speak. And let me tell you something. They don't go home to their families looking very pretty. I know the NFL does things a little bit differently than the fools your family. But just you know, Khalil Mack, I wouldn't fuck around with people who are more powerful than you. Oh my gosh, I've digressed. We're talking about Julio Jones. Anyway, pay the man. He's a good receiver. Just don't don't treat the team like a fucking asshole when you're done, Julio. That's all I'm asking. Okay, Jacksonville Jaguars next. Okay, watching the preseason, watching guys go down in the preseason like his receivers. Okay, does Blake Bortles, is he going to stink again? Because he was very stinky last year, like smelled, okay? My nose is tingling as I'm talking about how shitty Blake Bortles was. Remember that, that, that uh, playoff game that you guys watched against the Bills? Okay, and then against the Steelers. And then you watch the last one against the Patriots where he completely shit the bed like a fucking five-year-old child. I remember that, okay? Blake Bortles was an ugly motherfucker, and I don't want him to return to that again. And my question to the Jaguars is, is Blake Bortles going to stink? And if he does, do we trade for another guy? All right, we got four teams left. Four teams left. So if you haven't heard your team yet, keep listening. And if you have heard, maybe pause and take a... You know, take a cigarette break, go have a drink real quick, and then you're going to hit the play button and listen to the next four. Okay, I'm not going to judge the way you listen, especially if you're in China or India, where you might hear it a little bit better depending on your schedule. But anyway, anyway, the next team, the last of the final four here. That's a good name, final four. The next team here is the Baltimore Ravens. And my question is, because Joe Flacco is a literal penis, in what week will Lamar Jackson play? And if I were to coach, if I were John Harbaugh, who's probably coaching for his job right now, let's face it, 
if we know anything about football, he's been doing it for so many years. He won a Super Bowl, but the Ravens kind of blow chunks. I would put in Lamar Jackson week one because it's fucking ridiculous that Joe Flacco still even has a job. That's just my perspective, though. In what week will Lamar Jackson play? And I do encourage you, if you do have a prediction, please put it in the likes in the comments, okay? Tell me and say, hey, Antino Fuzio, I think you're right at picking number one. Or you could say, you're a fucking jerk-off. I think he's going to play in week 16 because Joe Flacco's not an idiot. In which I'll say, fuck you, okay? I don't want to get into a fight. But please like and comment. Next team, Miami Dolphins. And this one's really about identity. I know that's a cliche in the sports world when you ask somebody about their identity. Say, who do you want to be? What do you want to be? But Adam Gase seems like a fucking moron. And I don't know what he's doing with the Dolphins, but it sounds like it's the same thing that's been happening for the past 25 fucking years. Okay. They squandered Dan Marino's opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Still upset about that. You can have Dolphins fans that say they're over that. He's still one of the greatest. But I'm not over that, okay? I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I did want to watch the guy win, okay? He was really that good, okay? So what is the identity of the Miami Dolphins? What do they want to be in their, in their football lives? What are we watching them for? Because they're fucking, they're fucking ridiculous. All right. Last two teams, New Orleans Saints. How blessed are we to have them? And that's really a pun, but it's a good question too. It's, it's a pun because they're the saints and they're very heavenly and very saintly. So that's why I ask about blessings, okay? Is the NFL better off when the New Orleans Saints are good? Because Drew Brees, when he's got the right offense around him, and they finally got a defense that doesn't get pushed over like turnstiles, okay? They finally got a defense that's pretty good. So we can watch Drew Brees fly around the field. And it's really good for the for the NFL because it gives us all a team to root for. Who hates Drew Brees? If you hate Drew Brees, you're a fucking asshole. Don't even talk to me. Except if you if you like and comment, that's all I ask. Just like and comment. You can say whatever the fuck you want about Drew Brees. Just don't just don't find me and talk about it. But I think we're very blessed to have them. Okay. Are they blessed to have the things that they have as part of New Orleans Saints? That's my question as well. Okay. They just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. They traded up for Marcus Davenport. That's a lot of draft picks. Okay, I don't want to do the math on that, but it's at least two draft picks they traded away. And that's a lot in a seven-round draft. So what are they doing? Are they blessing themselves with this? That's a lot of blessings happening in New Orleans. That's a town that really needs it. Last team on this list here. My last question is for the Los Angeles Chargers. And my question is, how charged up are they? Because they're finally the class of the L.A. teams, okay? They have a chance to outshine the Rams. It's a slim chance, but a good chance nonetheless. Because they finally have a healthy team. They got Phillip Rivers, of course. And Philly Rivers always knows how to play well. He's played well for years. Outshined by Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. Because, of course, they're better quarterbacks. But Philly Rivers is pretty good. They got Derwin James as a quarterback now. They got Keenan Allen. They got uh, Merv Gordon, too. They got a lot of playmakers around them and a good defense. So are they charged up? And if they are, let's see it on the field for once and stop missing field goals all the fucking time. Okay. Those are the questions that I've asked for every team this year. And what I ask you to do in the likes and comments in the section there when you, when you write reviews in the comments is you ask your questions for your favorite team. You say, hmm, you know, if you're a Giants fan, you say, how good will Eli Manning be this year? You ask your questions for the season, and then maybe, just maybe, most likely, 
I will read them on the podcast here. Any reviews that come in, I will also read on the podcast. I'm trying to expand the format so we have more people to talk to. Okay, I don't want to invite too many people because of certain things I can't discuss on here because of the business I work in. Okay, I can't say much more about it. But I would like to have some interaction with the community because you guys have been so wonderful. Okay, remember we got 100, it might even be 200 now subscribers because I haven't checked in a while. But 200 subscribers is quite a lot. I want to please everybody. Okay, but I want to do my show my way. So it's a little bit of a juggling act. But I really do hope that you like this this episode of Wise Guy Fantasy Football with Anthony DeFulzio. And I'm going to play some music to play us off. And then we'll see you next time. And we'll be talking about more football things and more things that will make you smile and make you happy. Because that's what I'm here for. Okay, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Whatever your endeavors are, whether you're doing something to help somebody else. Or maybe taking care of some business because one of your capos didn't do the job correctly. And with that, I sympathize with you. But either way, I do wish you the best. And I hope to listen to you soon. Well, I hope you listen to me soon because I know I'm talking. Anyway, goodbye.